You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Any friends, etc., spending more than 30 minutes at the dwelling will need to pay rent. It's a room of one's own with Auckland Renters Advocate Celine on 95 BFM. Morena Celine, welcome back. Kia ora. Yeah, I'm sorry I've been so absent. Oh, it's all right. It's the time of year for lots of stuff happening all of the time. And forgetting that it's happening. And um, <laughs> tis the season for people having crazy stuff happening in their flats as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get stuck into some of these questions. Uh, what's this first one, Stella? Someone's asked, is there a quicker way we can get our property manager to process our bond being returned to us? It's been a month since we moved out and no progress. That's classic. Yeah, a month isn't great. Um, basically, once the form is lodged, it um, should take 15 working days to get that bond back to you. So obviously, you're not quite in control of how that happens if if it's the property manager that said they'll do it. So basically, if you agree on that um, on the bond refund, then um, either party can submit it, basically. So you can submit the bond whenever you like, even if there hasn't been agreement on it, and then the landlord has 10 days to um, to object to that happening, and it will get transferred back to you. So I'm not entirely sure whether if they've already lodged one, it would be difficult for you to lodge your own. But if they're, if they're taking a long time... If they haven't lodged it yet, you you are within your rights to lodge it yourself. Yes, I yes I believe so. So, I would just lodge it, and then if there's an issue on their side, they can object to that. Absolutely. Uh, also, I guess if it's taking a long time and they have said they've lodged it, you could always call tenancy services as well, and they'll put you onto the right bond people. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. So I would use tenancy services as your official arm that also kind of represents that process, and then they can let you know if it has been lodged and if it hasn't then you can do it yourself, basically. Yeah. Someone That's says, too long. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, we've had a few like that this year, but it's a good thing to know. You, It's your money. It is your money. So you do have power over it as well. Yeah, it, it's meant to come back to you, and they have to argue as to why some of it isn't if it is. So you're just claiming to get that back. Totally. Uh, somebody has asked, how much notice does our landlord have to give us to move out? He's moving back into the property, and he says we have to leave in two weeks. Yeah, that's too short. That's, that's not illegal. Right. Yeah, so do not, um, that is not, he does not have support to do that. So we have um, currently, uh, there has to be a certain number of reasons why you would be evicted. And one of those is that if the landlord's moving back in to use the property themselves or their family, they can evict you for that reason. Um, but it's a 63 days notice. So that's mm. significantly different than two weeks. Mm. And there are other guidelines around that in terms of how they serve notice. And then once you do move out, if they don't move in within a certain period of time and then live there for a certain period of time, that's actually not a legal eviction either. So something to keep an eye on, even if the original thing does mm. follow the law. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a few more here. Stella, what's next? Someone said our rent was late this week and our landlord says they can take us to the tenancy tribunal. Is this true? It was only two days late. N- well, they can't, they, they, you know, they can't take you straight away after that. Um, two days is not significant enough once to. So that's definitely a threat that they're using to. Uh, uh, they're using which feels like a not not a great no. landlord behaviour. Um, being late on rent is a breach of your um, agreement and of the Residential Tenancies Act. But in terms of being taken to the Tenancy Tribunal, there's a certain amount of ways in which 
that um, can play out. So basically, um, obviously these things happen. Um, different landlords will feel about that in different ways. Clearly yours is very um, stringent. Um, and I would be careful of that, given that they've got kind of other mechanisms they can mm. use to annoy you that might not be... Uh, based on the legality of what uh, late rent is. But basically in terms of how they could take you to the tenancy tribunal, if your rent is late, the first thing they're advised to do is send you a 14-day notice to remedy. Mm -hmm. So that clearly, if you're only two days late, that's over already. Fixed. Um, fixed. Uh, if you don't pay within that after you get a notice to remedy within 14 days, they can take you to the tenancy tribunal to terminate your lease. The other way they can is if... Um, you're just 21 days late, whether or not they've um, sent you that 14-day notice to remedy. If you're 21 days behind, they can take you to the tenancy tribunal. Mm -hmm. But also, if you've had three notices that you're late in 90 days, um, they can, but those have to be late by at least five working days, I believe. So there's a f little bit more room there as well, but not encouraging people to push it, but we know these things happen, but good to be aware of... Um, yeah they're not able to um, march you down to the tribunal next week so yes uh we've got a couple more here someone has texted in about a couple of issues that they've got they said they've got a rather small bench space and a small kitchen they have a dishwasher and they would really like to use it but the landlord is not willing to help plumb it into the laundry so that they can use it who's responsible for that one uh they've also said secondary question are tenants responsible for trimming trees i mow the lawn and weed otherwise uh and i was offered a number for a contractor and would have to pay for it. There were some expletives in there which I've subbed out, but <laughs> we get the gist. It's yeah, very the, annoying. The full picture there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess the first answer is that I don't know with the... Um, uh, dishwasher. Dishwasher. I was thinking washing machine. No, dishwasher. <laughs> it's the end of the year, December. My brain is taking a second. Um, I don't know with that. I feel like that's the kind of thing where it gets into that territory of um, what... Uh, appliances and facilities do they have their um, a discussion to have at the beginning of the lease if possible mm. there could be different arrangements in terms of um, how a landlord might react and offer those services but I feel like you don't have really a legal um, reason for them to have to do that but it's worth having a discussion and trying to frame it in a way that it's there to their benefit mm -hmm. but I can't really help in that space someone else might have advice worth having a look online but I I'm not totally sure in that regard but in terms of the garden maintenance I can help there so in terms of your kind of shared responsibility between tenant and landlord in garden maintenance it's quite clear so the tenant has a responsibility as they do with keeping kind of the house clean and tidy um, to uh, weed the garden, mow the lawns, unless there's a different arrangement in your agreement, which mm -hmm. might say that they cover the lawns or that you pay a little bit more and that's something that's going on, already pre-arranged. But more significant maintenance is how it's framed, the landlord is responsible for. Right. So that would be trees, any kind of large-scale pruning, anything that kind of gets away from the lawn and the weeds yep. and things that are easier to maintain, mm -hmm. that is their responsibility. So they should be paying for it yep. or doing it. You shouldn't be doing it yourself or paying for it. So check your contract yep. and then maybe go find the bit of tenancy law that says that, have that nicely quoted up in your email that you politely send back. 
Zach. Yeah, and I believe that they can't make that your responsibility in your agreement. Yeah. So um, that shouldn't hold under tenancy law anyway. Awesome. Always good to call Tenancy Services or Tenants Protection Association. Tenancy Services is the government agency. They work with landlords and with tenants so they kind of just tell you what the law is but it can be very helpful when you're trying to explain to your landlord something that is the law that's on your side uh also tenants protection association the name says what they do uh they will be your advocate uh there's also the citizens advice bureau they are really useful as well and te Ara tohu who does a lot of tenants um advocacy too we will put links to all of those things in the podcast after the show because this is our last one with celine for the year yeah thanks for your mahi this year Celine and your wise advice across uh, you know the battlefield that is renting in Aotearoa so we appreciate it a lot no problem hopefully there's no renting problems till I'm back next year exactly (laughs) landlords beware (laughs) thank you very much we'll see you soon see you soon a plague on both your investment houses that was a room of one's own with Auckland renters advocate Celine that was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.